It's it's me, Phoebe. Hey, it's me, Elizabeth. And welcome to another season of Communist Plot. We're, we're doing so, we're doing it British style, so it's like a very limited run each time. Right. <laughs> quality, not quantity. Exactly. Maybe not quality, though. Anyway. <laughs> Neither quality nor quantity. <laughs> we should get shirts that say that. Um so, uh, what have you been up to in the last year? Nothing. No, um, I have been doing some illustration work and I have been, uh, kind of starting a company where making prosthetics, um, so like getting back into the spook, but, uh, with a friend of mine, a friend of mine asked for some, for some elf ears, uh, because all of the elf ears for people of color that she could find were crap. And so she wanted to, oh, you might hear my dog. I'm so sorry. So she wanted to have something that actually matched her skin tone. And then we got to talking about it. And like the fact that the industry standard is still mostly for Caucasian people. And so uh, now, now we're starting a business, and I don't really know how it happened. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and just got our first ears, and about to do our first photo shoot tomorrow. So spooky season yeah. is spooky season and equality. So yeah. <laughs> oh no! Sweet. You can't hear. You can't hear the demon, can you? Just a little bit. It's fine. Okay. Good. What have you been up to? I um, ask like I don't know. Right? No, we only talk once a year uh, for <laughs> one month out of the year. Um, I have, well, I've been better. Uh, <laughs> it's been, it's been, this year hasn't been the most. This, yes, personally, this year has been awful. Um, so far uh not awful things um i am out in california kind of havesy out in california and staying with my boyfriend (laughs) in the bay area but i had to go back home earlier this spring because uh my dad died so i'm gonna try to not bring that up like all the time but um, I do. I bring up my dad dying all the time. So why why break a tradition? Right. Um now it's just both of us. Um Yeah, so that's I think that kind of ties into uh what we're talking about today to a degree because I don't think I kind of counted on the stuff that we've done in the past two years, like with this podcast, but also just like going to cemeteries and like, cause we've also just, you know, done that for a few different occasions, just gone to like a historic cemetery and mm-hmm. hung out and whatever. And just that, that, that it all kind of, it's not like it makes it easier. It's just like, it's more accessible in some way. All the, the goth shit makes it a little less, I don't I don't really know how to describe it cuz yeah it's not easier but it is it's kind of more natural Yeah yeah there's like you're still going through all of the like different you know grief phases of, yeah phases of grief and everything like that but it 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 at least made the like 
kind of the quote-unquote making arrangements part of things like a little easier in some way because like I already we had already talked about doing an episode about like green burial so we already knew mm-hmm. about like larkspur and stuff which we will be doing an episode about that where we will talk about the two of us went out there to like scope it out um became an impromptu uh bird watching field guide seminar done by phoebe it, i was i would have paid money had i not been poor which i am but <laughs> it was yeah. it was a wonderful time but also doing something really sad but also it was beautiful yeah yeah it was you know it was it was a a pleasant time like you know pleasant as pleasant as it can be um but yeah and just kind of like already having already having an idea of like the process and everything so it's not just like what do i do um but yeah so anyway just been dealing with that and then also like now running a book business a used and rare book business um i need to go there sunday to do that i need to go there remotely. sunday and uh do that oh that'd be dope since you are now back elizabeth has been helping out since she used to work in a bookstore and also a library um and i trust her to touch books which i don't she shouldn't trust pretty much anyone to touch books she trust um, me i'm 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 just dirty when i touch no i'm kidding um i do i do want to say one thing though like i it's one it's it's something having lost a parent it like it doesn't make it easier when something happens to a friend and it doesn't make it it doesn't like or for for me personally it didn't make me any more uh adept at being able to provide help for like you think that it will you think that you'll be like oh like i know what this is like so i'll be able to like and just like oh no i don't this is still shitty and i'm still kind of like wondering what the best especially like during a pandemic because that also like wanting to be able to like go over and help but also not wanting to put your mom at risk because your mom is older like my mom is you know it's just like yeah wanting to do the thing where like you actually provide help but then not be overwhelming and uh but also uh, um, but also her dad was great her dad could uh quote uh chaucer in the original old english and pretty much knew i like he was you state a topic and he would be able to talk on it in such a wonderful way (laughs) and it was always just wonderful to be able to like hang out with him and just he spoke very softly but anytime he did speak it was always just something wonderful and amazing (laughs) oh yeah yeah i'm i've the, the number one thing i found myself or actually, no. The two things I found myself uh, missing being able to do the most is talking to him about politics. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't fucking know anyone who I can talk to about politics like I could talk to my dad. Um, although he was, like, more forgiving of the Democrats than I am. <laughs> um, but he was kind of, he was, like, a voice of reason. Because, like, sometimes he would be like, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, he he kind of approached it like, a, you know, like, you gotta play the game, sort of. Yeah. And... I was you know, just, you know, hardcore idealism, um, but, like, principled idealism. And if I do say so myself, <laughs> that sounds so, like, fucking pompous. Like, oh, yeah. I, I approach things from a principled idealist perspective. Um, <laughs> but that, like, wasn't he, – he knew that, and, like, that wasn't anything that we – because he, he also, like, that was a, a socialist – but he was willing to uh, kind of get as close as possible. And I was just kind of like, ah, I'm so mad at Nancy Pelosi, but what did I expect? <laughs> and he'd be like, well, she did, you know, like, this was what was supposed to happen. And like, and then like, they couldn't quite get there. So like, this is actually, and I'd just kind of be like, sometimes like, mm-hmm, okay. And then other times I'd be like, okay, yeah, 
you're right. Like, I, I guess this is better than nothing. But anyway, I miss talking about politics with my dad. But I also miss showing him, like, really dumb shit on the internet. <laughs> like, on the Forbidden Foods subreddit. Um, <laughs> like, they have, like, some, like, I don't know, like, Neolithic, like, bear carving that looks like a gummy bear and be like forbidden gummy I'd show him the forbidden gummy bear and he thought that was so funny <laughs> um yeah so anyway yeah it's like not i don't know but like back to what you were saying like i you know now i'm thinking about my friends like i was thinking about like some of my friends who've lost parents and stuff and i was just kind of like oh my god i did not give this person enough support when this happened because like I think, at least for me, like, until it happened, I had kind of no idea how it would actually feel. I could, th I could think about it, be like, oh my gosh, like, I'm gonna try to imagine how this feels so I can, like, not just sympathize with you, but try to empathize with you mm -hmm. and what you're going through. And then it wasn't until it happened to me that I was just like, oh, this is, like, 8,000 times worse. Like, which reminds me, I still need to write a thank you note to Zizzy, like, I really need to do that <laughs> um she sent me a really nice note but yeah you know any kind of any support has been appreciated and like honestly like you know just you picking me up from the airport when I first got home which was like a day after my mom had told me what had happened um my dad had a heart attack um, he was 82. And I think you were telling me about, like, trying to not be crass, but, like, telling me about, like, you telling Nick. And Nick being, like, dead dad's club. Yeah. <laughs> was kind of, I was just kind of like, yeah, dead dad's club. Dead dad's club. <laughs> like, the three of us are doing dead dad's club. It's just, club. it's cool. the most, I will, because uh, I will, because I remember, because that was um something that that uh Zach and Travis and Michael like they actually like uh like the chewers like what well, I think one of their albums is actually called Dead Dads mm -hmm. and it's because um Travis and Zach and Michael they all they passed like very very close together and at the time I was just like what like I was just like this is so macabre I don't know but like this is like beyond kind of what I'm yeah comfortable with. But then when it <laughs> happens, it's just like the most gallows humor of just like like welcome, mm -hmm. like welcome to the shittiest club. Enjoy, like it, yeah, and just like the yeah the most gallows humor kind of way of just because mm -hmm. that's how humans do. Yeah, that's a great coping mechanism. I mean. For the most part. <laughs> I actually saw, I don't know what her name is, but I saw, uh, it was a comedian who basically it was about like dealing with the death. Like, I think her show was like dealing with the death of a parent and how like emotional, but also ridiculous. And, you know, just how surreal it gets. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bonkers. Um, and like, I had a really great relationship with my dad. I mean, we had like some fraught years when I was in high school and I was like a kind of shitty, angsty teenager. Um, I was very angsty. She, she, she was, she was fine. <laughs> I was very angsty starting at like 13. I mean, yeah. I angsty. mean, who is who, like, who, I mean, but she, who among us, who, who among us is not an angsty goth teenager. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure for your parents like, though it was you know because they 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 parents worry because you know sure, but like I mean to be fair, my parents also um you know took me to Hot Topic and shit. Yeah, that's true. For me to get my little mall goth outfits together, and they were just kind of like, okay. I wonder if they thought like I should ask my mom if they thought like, well, I don't think she's doing drugs, so. She wants to wear, like, three-inch platform boots that lace all the way up, and she didn't get the ones with the zippers on the side, because then that would that would ruin some sort of cred. I later regretted that decision. 
my mom was all about like she didn't care what I wore as long as it went with like the kind of Emily Post kind of fashion rules, you know, like uh like no patent leather past a certain time, don't mix stripes and, you know, no white mm-hmm. after Labor Day. Like as long as I did that shit, my mom did not care. But if it violated one of those, she was just like, I just I can't. I'm like I think I think it wore like, I don't know. It was something with plaid. It was like another pattern with plaid and she just couldn't deal with it. I'm like, it's punk. And she's oh, no. just like, I, no. She's like, no, that's, that's it's, no. Um, well, I guess we're kind of getting into the talking about our, 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 our personal. Our gothy origins. Um, what, what is your goth origin story? What's my goth origin story? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so when I was an angsty 13 year old. So I was supposed to, when I was, when I was a kid, when I was little, we signed up for Meg's Magnet School and I was all about it. I was super excited, but I didn't get in and actually didn't get in until seventh grade. And that was when like kids have been going for two years and I didn't know anybody. And I was just like, actually, mom, if it's cool, I'm going to opt out. And she was like, actually, it's not cool. You're going to go because the school is better for your education. It was a academic magnet school. And so I, she forced me to go and I basically, no one talked to me for like a year. Cause like, yeah, I didn't know anybody. Everyone was super cliquish. The only people who would talk to me and who were actually cool were the goth kids in the art room that I would like on my free periods, go and hang out with them and, you know, draw, draw stuff for them. And cause you know, uh and uh yeah and i it was one of those things where i kept asking the the girls like where they got their clothes and they kept telling me it was hot topic but my memory was bad even then so i couldn't remember it <laughs> <laughs> and then like finally finally i was like i was like mom i want to I need you to take me to the store cuz like because before then i was you know i was basically wearing what my what my mom got me so you know like mm-hmm. khakis and, you know, my mom, my mom grew up in the 50s and 60s. So, you know, a, a much more kind of uh, Betty Draper kind of clothing, I feel. Uh, although my mom had some cool 80s outfits. But yeah, before for a long time, like I would get my clothes at like uh, yard sales and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, finally we went to Hot Topic and then but then all the goths were eighth graders. And so they were going to leave the next year. So I was just like, screw it. And then, uh, then I went, then I went to MLK and then I met a bunch of other kids that were just getting into the goth scene who also liked anime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it was like something where it was just like, oh. What losers were those? I don't know. But it was something where like, cause I've always, like, that was like my origin of like getting into the subculture, but like, I've always, I guess, liked gothic things. Like I've always liked gothic literature. I've always liked uh, dead stuff. I've always, like, I mean, not dead stuff, but, you know, like, I've always liked creepy stuff and horror films and our friend Sarah, you know, I'd basically try and bend the rules of showing her occult stuff when we were kids because her parents were were evangelical Christians. Uh, so, yeah, like, I've, I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. It might have been because like a lot of people that I knew died when I was little. And so I was just like around death a lot. And so it made more sense to embrace it than to pretend like it wasn't there. Mm hmm. And that makes sense. Yeah. And like it was like it was less I was less afraid than like when when people would just pretend like everything was fine. Because then like, yeah, I guess that like made me more afraid somehow mm-hmm. i think a lot of it also comes from my mom oh because your mom has uh quite the history of like some like occult shit yeah but like kind of like very casual just kind of like oh yeah because well, like yeah, back in the boards. day yeah because like back in the day with my great grandma because like basically uh spiritualism was like cool with a lot of christians even southern christians it was because it was like almost 
being able to prove the existence of, you know, it was like greater glory to God and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, so my mom, yeah, so I was maybe eight when I found out that not every family has ghost stories. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mom actually, because I remember, I remember wanting my dad to watch some movie with me and he's just like, I don't like horror. And I was like, what do you mean you don't like horror? Who have I been watching horror movies with? I was like, oh my god, it's been my mom. It's been my mom the whole time. And I feel really bad. Especially, like, my mom telling me this story of when she went to go see Alien with her friend. And when uh, the John Hurt moment happens, like, she didn't know what happened. But she just realized she was in her friend's lap. And her friend was like, I'm never taking you to another movie ever again. Oh my god, I can't believe you. Like, she also, like, throwing all of her popcorn. But yeah, so I guess mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I guess I guess my mom's always been kind of a spooky bitch. I'd say that in the most respectful way. So, uh... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she got it from her mama. Is that what they say? Is that what the kids are saying? Yes. Why are you... Who are you asking? It can't be me. <laughs> uh, what, is, what is your goth origin story? Well, when I asked you that, I started trying to think, like, bef- like when... I, I was listening. I don't want it to sound like I wasn't listening to what you were oh, saying. Fine. Does does that sound uh, sincere enough? Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh god, am I gonna have to say in my goth origins? It's fucking reading like Joan and Vasquez comics. Aww. Um, I think that was part of it. I think the other part of it was actually there was an episode of Clarissa explains it all. Where she had like kind of a goth punk alter ego named Jade. <laughs> nice. I don't know if you remember this. I remember. I I don't remember this episode, but now I'm gonna have to go on Paramount Plus and watch it. Yeah, she had like a black kind of spiky. It was like a maybe if I'm remembering correctly, like Joan kind of Joan Jet style, like later Joan Jet style wig and a fake nose ring and she chewed gum and she there's this one part where she's like answering the phone and it's people calling for for i think she's waiting for a phone call but she's they're calling jade and so she keeps answering the phone like yeah what and then it's like a call for her mom and like but then the one time she answers it like normally she has to be like oh i'll go get her (laughs) um but I think, I don't know, I think it, it was, there was stuff like that where it was just kind of like, you know, like, just stylistically, mm-hmm. like, that appealed to me. I know I definitely saw some Nine Inch Nails music video on, like, oh, what was the VH1, like, late night music video? Was it pop-up video? No, it wasn't pop-up video. Was it called, like, Insomnia? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, think I can't I remember. remember the like late night and like that had to be before we moved into our current house because we didn't have cable at that house for a long time. So that was, I mean it was definitely in like the late nineties, and I I don't know, just kind of like who is this man? <laughs> um, <laughs> who is this uh, man? <laughs> so I don't know if that's goth origins are like a sexual awakening why not both Um, why not both thanks trent reznor um (laughs) but anyway uh but then definitely in high school in eighth grade i think oh i don't know who had it i don't know i think maybe it was charity's boyfriend at the time somebody had i think it was squee and not johnny the homicidal maniac i can't remember which one but I'm trying to remember where I found out about Hot Topic. Because I think for probably for both of us, Hot Topic was a gateway into... Which is so funny um, because, like, for so long that was seen as... It was for posers. But, yeah, but for such Poserville. A, but for such a long time, Hot Topic is actually what got all the baby goths into, like, yeah. into... Because, like, goth was not being played on the radio, what what it was one of the the what was it called the the status of goth um or what, not status the yeah state of the goth state of goth at, at, at dragon con that panel and it was one we went to a number of years ago like maybe 2017 
No, I don't think I went that year. Before the plague, maybe. Who can remember? Yes. Who can say? Before the plague. I think it was like 2016 where the panel had a bunch of members of like Crook Shadows and like a couple of other, I can't even remember who all was on that panel, but they were talking about, the, and they're all in like, what at the time it was like late 30s, early 40s, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they were all. Sorry if you guys about, are younger. We, we were bad at it anyway. We're bad at age. <laughs> But, I mean, I think they, I mean, haven't they been around since the 90s? Yeah, I think so. Or at least they were, at least they were all, like, goths in the 90s, like, more established I mean, I mean, what's his butt is definitely was a goth in the 90s, so. Doc Hammer. He wasn't on that panel, though. Oh, I I thought he, like, I I thought he, like, he, like, ran for a second. And then left, and then, uh... Oh, he might have. And then... And then he shit... Is that the panel he shit-talked to Jackson? Yes. <laughs> on the phone? Yes, During the Venture Brothers panel? Yes, because we Jackson just like, was just like, oh, how was it? And he's like, oh my god, I'll tell you about it later. And I was just like, oh yeah. shit, sir. <laughs> but but um, yeah, like, it was like, for a long time, they would ridicule people. And then, like, once Hot Topic yeah. started going more Spencers for a while, I think, like, now it's kind of gotten back to a lot of goth stuff. Mm, but, it's kind of... At least... I haven't been to one. I mean, there's a lot of brand stuff. There's a lot of like, di- there's still like a lot of Disney stuff, but there's been a like, there's a little bit more like, there's dark, been some there, attrition. There, there's some more. With there's the... some. There's some darker stuff there. Yeah, yeah. They actually. Not that I. Were... Not that I shop there. Not that I look at clothes online at a Hot Topic. Definitely don't do that. No, no, never. Yeah, but anyway, in that panel, they were like, uh, that they were lamenting. They were like, yeah, we used to really judge people for being mall goths, but now, like, there's no, there, there's no in. There's no turnover. Like, the subculture, like, at that point in time, that's why I think it was, like, 2015, 2016. It was before, like, all of a sudden, they're selling fucking, like, witch shit at Yeah, it was before the kind of, like, dark, whatever, insert core, dark core, like, dark academia. Mm-hmm dark this, witch this, witch house, you know, like, all of that. It was kind of, like, either, like, right when that stuff was kind of starting, or right, and, like, yeah, because goth was just kind of, like, oh, it's kind of not going anywhere, and then all of a sudden, there's been this big revival, at least in, like, pop culture, with uh, the aesthetic, at least, and with, mo- mm-hmm. and with, like, movies and books and stuff. Yeah, and I don't know if that's just... If, if in some ways it has to do with, like, n- not to get into the, like, the, the history of God. Oh, don't yet, worry, that's coming up, guys. But, yeah, that's coming up. But, like, I don't know if if it has to do with, like, other factors outside of, you know, that they're, like, kind of, like, the current just climate with all of these impending crises and ongoing crises. I mean, because, you know, I think it started, it started, like, well, I think there's also and everything. I think that there but... was also a crossover with true crime. True, yeah. I think that, the, like, the... I, I, think that that ca- I think that that has to be stated, that, like, true crime becoming so, and this kind of, like, this, this thing of, like, uh, yeah, bad shit happens. And, and, Granted, now now some of the stuff I'm a little like, uh, you guys are kind of taking some liberties, especially with like the really current stuff with like the new Dahmer thing, and uh, there have been a couple of Don't other. Don't get me started on that shit. Yeah, there have been a couple of other things where it's just like y'all are. It's not very centering it on gets... the victims. Y'all are sent. Y'all, no, like... it's exploitative. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like because for for like for a little bit of time there, it felt like they were doing good, and now it's just like, did you did you learn nothing? Like. They're, they're advocates, they're, they're victims advocates who have plainly told you what not well, to do. It, yeah, and when, but when it, now that it's something that makes now money. Now that it makes money, people don't give a shit, yeah. Then, yeah, Netflix, Netflix wants a piece of that sweet money cake. Oh, not just Netflix, um, Hulu too. Uh, oh, yeah, no, it was just because it's, it's everyone. Yeah, and it definitely, it definitely walks that line of talking about something that I think that I personally think should be talked about because I mean a lot of it is and because a lot of it is women-centered and I think talking about violence against women and violence against minority groups uh 
and the uh, lapse in social justice and police reform. I think that's all like really important shit that should be out and that we should be talking about. But, but yeah, it, it just like this, the, yeah, this like kind of um, evolution of that being like a fringe thing to something that's now like a big money maker is, um, mm-hmm. like you said though before, like that could also be people kind of airing their anxieties and airing their grievances and maybe a little bit more than they used to because things don't seem so bright and sunny and maybe it's like Mm -hmm. hey we actually if we're gonna fix this shit then we actually need to like talk about it yeah yeah because like there's a lot going on in like with the economy and (laughs) the economy and just kind of the state of uh like with austerity and everything in the UK when when that 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 wave of of goth like the first wave of modern goth yeah and and punk as well like the whole Thatcher years yeah I mean goth is straight out of yeah punk punk. yeah but also people people get a little bit goth when things get a little bit bleak (laughs) but I was also wondering if if Part of the current trend also has to do with, again, it does have to do with consumerism. Um, Because, like, we're at an age now, like, we're in an age bracket that gets catered to um, a lot. Because, uh, supposedly, at this point... um, We should be making money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, if, If we... Uh, weren't constantly crushed by capitalism or uh, spent the last few years getting an art degree. We should have money. So that that puts you in a demographic that gets catered to a lot more. And, like, at least when I was growing up, like, Halloween was a big fucking deal in my neighborhood. I think a lot of, like, a lot of the kids in the neighborhood, like, Halloween was, like, the thing like i mean people still loved christmas because like yeah but like halloween was also like up there with you know just the houses in my neighborhood there were a lot of kids in the neighborhood but the houses would like really decorate hard there was a house up the on the corner of my street that was always like it was a older couple who had grandchildren and stuff so it was also it was partially for their grandchildren but also just because yeah there were a lot of kids in the neighborhood they would go like balls to the wall with with decorations Mm -hmm. and stuff and and also like when we were growing up like you know in the well in the 80s and the 90s there were a lot of like halloween oriented movies that came out yeah like why am i drawing a blank hocus pocus um, didn't that come out in the nineties? Yeah, but and and it it wasn't so politicized. I feel like Halloween is because I mean, like I'm practicing. Like I actually do spiritual shit around this time because of my practice. But also, like American Halloween is it's it's pretty it's it's pretty secular mm-hmm. and it's just like i mean and it's you know it's a bunch of old customs that were brought over from ireland and we just like you know and i feel like it wasn't as i mean now now granted maybe during satanic panic in the 80s there was like no halloween but i feel like now there's like a lot more i don't know sometimes it feels like there's more like anti halloween with like establishments i don't know yeah i mean i remember doing like halloween stuff in school yeah and now now like you, we they didn't, don't do we that didn't, anymore yeah like we didn't just do like fall stuff like the fall stuff that we did was more in november it was more like around and before thanksgiving and we did like halloween stuff in like kindergarten and, and as far and, as I and remember like, there weren't issues well and and the thing is like you know i i feel like it would be different if like the group because like because like people decry it as like against their religion but the only people who decry it as against the religion are christians who basically have like 
all of their other things in school pretty much catered to. Like, even if it's, you know, even if it's now the winter festival, it's still Christmas. Like, they're not doing... Yeah, everybody... They're not doing Hanukkah or Diwali or, you know... Yeah. They're not doing other stuff. It's still very much a Christian thing. And most of, like, most of the other things they do are very much, like, still Christian-centered holidays. But Mm -hmm. Halloween is, like, the one... It's like, oh, we're not doing that because that's, you know, we might offend people. And it's just like, like, who? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it just, like, at least in the South, at least in the South, it just kind of seems like Christians under the guise of quote unquote uh, being sensitive, culturally sensitive, not having Halloween, but it's actually just Christians who already have all their shit catered to. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe there are other groups that like feel uncomfortable. And, and if that's the case, then, then I'm sorry. But like most of what I see are, christians who have a problem with it not mm-hmm. not people from other religions except christian yeah just christianity and yeah like it didn't used to be like that it used it didn't use it was just it's just a holiday it's fun it's a it's a wacky thing we all it's a wacky thing americans do and now it's become yeah this thing that christians target <laughs> yeah Ugh. But 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 in spite of that though, it's bigger than ever. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. So that's that's like going back to kind of like I wonder if part of the reason that this stuff is getting to be such a thing, that like especially like Halloween in particular, but like also kind of gothier shit is has to do with like people our age and slightly younger being instilled with like this love of Halloween um to some degree because you know there's the the whole thing is like it's Halloween all year and like the oh yeah people people joking about like okay we're not doing we're not gonna do Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving sucks and it's shitty we're just gonna do like another (laughs) Second Halloween. Second Halloween. <laughs> We've but, had one, yes. Well, but I. What about second, what about Halloween? second Halloween? Well, I actually, because someone was on Twitter and I responded to them, I was just like, you know, we could just do, just get rid of Thanksgiving and then we could do like Halloween on Maybon. Like we can have like a September Maybon Halloween and, you know, and that like that's our harvest festival right there. So, you know, hey, we're not losing anything and we can still be spooky. <laughs> And I don't I think I think that there's a there's something about I mean, because, yes, it's it's fun and it's magical. And yes, they're mythological. You know, it's there's there's a lot of make believe involved. But I think that like there's equal parts like getting to play make believe in a very, very stressful world. But mm-hmm. also recognizing the facts, recognizing the duality of life that like we're always in the midst of death in life and that maybe you know a healthier outlook is accepting that versus like trying to bury it away i don't know that's like that's kind of what that's kind of what like halloween means to me and like it's kind of why i why i love it so much um and why i love just like goth shit in general i guess because i mean yeah, I know I'm going to end up in a crypt one day, hopefully. I mean, no, actually, I'm going to become a tree. But, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, being able to find beauty in the things that we do for our dead. Yeah, and, like, I think that that's, you know, okay, here it comes. I'm going to talk about my dead dad. Um, it's okay. Uh, we can have a counter if you want. We can have, like, a counter for each of us. The dead dad counter, yeah. That's something that I thought was really interesting that I had, like, kind of a instant opinion and idea about was when we were talking about like my my mom was trying to she was just like I think we should have him cremated like that she she wasn't actually sure like they had never really talked about what to do like I know she told me that she wanted and I think she told him that she wanted to be cremated but that's the kind of stuff he just kind of didn't want to talk about and 
my mom was just trying to be like practical (laughs) and it was just like yeah I think that's no that makes sense and like thinking about it and just being like yeah I don't and then also thinking about like where's he gonna end up um just kind of like I don't I don't want him in a cemetery really like what cemetery it's not like my parents you know didn't haven't bought a plot or anything especially it's like, okay, not like a lawn cemetery y- yeah oh my god no but like sorry people who love lawn cemeteries <laughs> if you're I out mean, there I, have an art- I still have an article that i need to read that's about lawn cemeteries about like memorial gardens or whatever that sounds so dismissive uh <laughs> that i want to read because i would like to have more of an appreciation they're um, a big waste i'm sorry <laughs> They need to have more trees. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I was just kind of like, yeah, no, I don't want want to put him in a cemetery. Like, that's just, there was something that was, like, really depressing to me about thinking about that. About putting my dad in a cemetery. And I was just kind of like, I love hanging out in cemeteries. And I was like, why do I feel like that? And I was like, oh, it's because of... It's because of the way Americans treat cemeteries. Yeah. It's because they're spaces where the, you put the dead and they don't have to think about them. Like, you could go, like, you know, visit them once a year and leave something, and that's nice. But, like, it's just kind of, like, such an aversion to death that, like, it was just, like, that's sad. Like, I don't want... It's not a place where you go to celebrate them. Yeah, like, I don't want to put my dad in a a field that people only go to out of obligation. And, like, that's one of the things that appealed to me about Larkspur is that it's a a conservation Mm -hmm. cemetery. Well, I can't remember what it's it's called. It's, I mean, it's a conservation space because it is is a public park. But they also yeah. have spaces for green burial mm-hmm. and for interment of ashes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. That I think that was one of the weirder things that I kind of encountered with that whole, like, with, with the kind of realization of, like, oh, yeah, I have a definite feeling about about this this in particular. And, yeah... Oops, I can't remember why I started talking about this. Um. I mean, well, you were talking about, um, like, being a goth and loving cemeteries, but then having this, the difference, like, when, you know, with yeah, your dad. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think, it, well, I think we're also talking about maybe the reason why uh, kind of, like, the goth aesthetic is coming back is that, you know maybe we've had to especially like this is going to date this podcast but like you know we've had three years of plague we have what is it like i think someone said like every every week is a 9-11 mm-hmm. every week yeah. uh the amount of people that died in 9-11 die in the united states and that's still happening and that's still going on so yeah we are um we're we're all with it we're all affected by it and it's a lot harder to push death away yeah and i think also for me it's like like i'm actually still like extremely scared of death um and i think it's a way to deal with that to some degree oh yeah absolutely is to like immerse myself in this shit oh yeah um i find it very therapeutic (laughs) um and, like, uh, yeah, going back to talking about Halloween, like, I think that's one aspect of Halloween that I've always, like, I mean, obviously, starting off, loved Halloween because there was so much candy. But then, uh, after that, get the kids, after get I kind of got... Yeah, Maybe that's like, why the Christians uh, hate it. And no, I'm kidding. I know not, I know a, not, I know a, not all Christians hate Halloween. I was a Christian <laughs> who did not hate Halloween, so sorry about all the hate, but... Um... <laughs> I guess technically at that point, at least my mom still was kind of a Christian. Maybe. I don't know. I remember the but... story of uh, them trying to take you to church and they were making wings for everybody, but you wanted to make black wings. And so the church lady like wanted to talk to your mom about that. <laughs> oh, God. 
I still She's remember like, that soon. You were like itty bitty, but you were like already. You were I wasn't, like, I want I, the black I wasn't that. I think I was 12, oh, maybe. Okay. No, I might have been a little bit younger than that. I think that was before I went to MLK. So it was probably like 10 or 11. Yeah, we tried going to church for like, well, my dad was like, maybe we should take her to church. And my mom was kind of like, okay. And then basically my dad was like, he was kind of like, okay, cool. I'm glad you're going to do that. My mom was just like, (laughs) okay, I'm going to delegate that to you. Um, Enjoy. My mom's agnostic. My dad was an atheist. (laughs) So, uh, but they both grew up going to church. So I think my dad kind of thought maybe we should try doing that with me, but um, it didn't take. One Sunday, my mom was like, would you be really sad if we didn't go this week? And I was just like, fuck no, I get half of my Sunday back. That is, that is the thing. That is you. Uh... Oh, because I, I was a, I was a twice a weeker. I did. I did Sundays and Yuck. I did Sundays and Wednesdays. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because we had, uh, I think we had choir practice, and then we had, like, something on Wednesdays, like, a, a little uh, youth group on Wednesday after Wednesday evenings, and then, like, Sunday was all church all day, pretty much, because we would have uh, 9.30 service, and then uh, straight into uh, Sunday school, and then, like, back for choir practice at 5, and then youth group after that. God, that sounds awful. I mean, like, honestly, it... it... I mean, I it, maybe not, actually. I mean, it does now because I'm just kind of like, oh, my God. I can't imagine doing, like, four things in one day. I know. I know. Like, I don't, I don't know how I did it. I really don't. But, like, it, it it was, like... and I And I had, like, I mean, that's where I met Becca and Christy. And we... <laughs> none of us are Christians now. So, uh... <laughs> But we're still friends. Uh, but but honestly, yeah, uh, it was it was it was cool, and I really liked it. And it was uh, for church. It was pretty lefty, and with the old minister and his wife, it was very fun. With the newer stuff, I uh, I checked out because basically the reason I guess the reason why I was going is because those people made it feel good and made it feel like a safe mm-hmm. place. But like once they were gone, yeah, then that's, yeah. then that safe place. Yeah. It wasn't there anymore. I didn't enjoy church because I was in Sunday school with a bunch of kids that had known each other since they were like toddlers. Yeah. And that's I how it happens. The, I was the new kid and like no one really, it, it wasn't that anybody was particularly mean. They just didn't know me. So they just didn't interact with me. So I didn't have a good time. Cause like, I was like, I could be, I'm, you know, an only child. So it was just kind of like, I could be playing by myself in our backyard and like, and no one will judge me. <laughs> yeah. Like having fun just by myself. Another part of that. I don't think I totally tied to, like, at the time, it wasn't totally tied to the goth shit. Like, my, my interest in goth stuff was is getting into, like, at the time, getting into, like, Wiccan stuff. Oh, yeah. And... The craft was, um, I think the craft, we have to say, was a big, for probably mm-hmm. a lot of people, the craft was a big, like, getting into goth shit. Or getting, just, like, getting into anything alternative. Which actually is really funny because uh we'll be able to talk about why that is so very very goth uh in the history in the history thing so (laughs) yeah i think like when i first saw the craft i don't think i knew what was going on exactly uh because i didn't you know i just wasn't i didn't listen to contemporary pop music until i was like 13 I wasn't very, like, finger on the pulse of, you know, like, the Matrix soundtrack was a game changer for me <laughs> in 1999. Um, some Rob Zombie Dracula, some... Yeah. Uh, some Rage Against the Machine. That was my introduction to Rage Against the Machine and why I bought Battle of Los Angeles. And I was just kind of like, they sound mad and I like that. <laughs> like, I'm I also know mad. I- I am also mad, and it's just like, and then at some point I was like, this is stupid, and then I 
got older and I was just kind of like, no, this is rad. No, this is really rad and still very relevant, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like finally understanding what they were mad about. Some of those that (gasps) are the same that... (gasps) (laughs) I'm kidding. Oh my god. Yeah, I think I saw the craft before I ever, but I didn't quite make the connection between, like, what was going on in the craft and then, like, looking into, like, witchcraft stuff, which I can't remember. Sarah will remember what grade we were in when that happened. The craft was definitely, like, it was, because they definitely made their own shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think it was... Although there's also Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost, Hex Girls, that is a also may have been a game changer for for many people. Probably people younger than us, but I'm one of the weird. I'm a mm-hmm. weird adult that watches children's animation a lot, so I was still down <laughs> with the Hex Girls. Oh, and like I thought of this earlier, and I was like, "Doy, uh, how can we not mention Buffy?" Oh yeah. Oh, act- actually, mm, yeah, actually, where? Yeah, because I started watching Buffy when I was around like eleven. Yeah, I didn't watch it until like way later. But yeah, Buffy. Buffy. But was all why... my friends were into it. Buffy was why Tuesday was my favorite night of the week. Cause like it <laughs> gave. Cause you know, like Monday, you're starting the week. You're like, yeah. But then Tuesday usually was just like, ugh. God, it's only Tuesday. Like, uh, what a week it's been. It's like, it's only Tuesday, Lemon. You know, but then I could go home and watch Buffy. And hell I was, yeah. Hell yeah. It was super... Yeah, and that's the thing is that, like, I, I've always kind of felt like a poser as a goth because I've always been more into, like, the literature or the, the film or, like, other mediums other than mm-hmm. the gothic subculture, which, like, pretty much started in music. Um, I felt like a huge poser because I I got into it via fashion, like Hot Topic, but then breaking out of that and just like, you know, putting together my own outfits with stuff that I either bought back when you used to be able to, people would accept concealed cash on Yahoo auctions Ooh. and also eBay, um, buying clothes that way before I had like a bank account and uh thrift stores because my dad went to thrift stores looking for books all the time so i was always like can i get this like weird black silk poet shirt and he was just like yeah i guess (laughs) um yeah like so anyway i was like all fashion and like i didn't listen to any goth music I listened like, to music aside that I from the Matrix soundtrack. I listened to music that I thought was goth, but actual goth would have been like, "What? No." Yeah, like I was into Evanescence. Yeah, like I liked Evanescence. I liked uh, Lincoln Park. Uh, I liked Marilyn Manson. Not anymore. Um, yeah, like I liked like a lot more of like the. I liked hard rock, and I thought that like hard rock was the edgy dark stuff and i didn't really but then oh but then uh the crow yeah then i found the crow and then i found the soundtrack for the crow and so then like it was like this meeting of like both the uh goth is like a medium in film and uh comics and then the fashion and then also the music <laughs> and i was just like oh okay mm. it was like <laughs> It's like maybe 13 when that, I was just like, oh, okay, all right. What is this, um, The Cure? What is this? Oh, okay. I'll, hmm. Okay, I'll check that I'll out. I'll check that out. Yeah, I really didn't, like, I, I I was listening to, what was I listening to in high school? I was listening to David Bowie and the Smiths. Well, that's not I bad think. at all. No, it's not terrible by any stretch, but, huh. Not goth, also. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a long road of discovery for me. And honestly, like to get to a lot of more of the goth stuff, I kind of went through like punk and glam first, and then went to goth. Mm-hmm. I feel like because yeah. there we had that velvet gold mine phase, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very Bowie. Very light. Yeah, because like labyrinth. And of course, that was mm-hmm. a whole thing, especially, you know, 
how most kids in our generation found out about Bowie was apocryphal Bowie, um, as Doc Hammer likes to say. <laughs> but that's um, something I think is like kind of important because I know it's something that like when, and I'm sure that people now, I'm sure that people our generation are doing the same thing. It's just like you know, people like. Witches, I know, like, talking about witch talk and talking about, like, baby witches on witch talk. I'm like, oh, I don't know where they get these ideas. But at least it's still going on. Mm -hmm. And, like, the people that, with a lot of this stuff, it might take a while for the people to kind of, like, get to the good stuff. But for the people that are really into it, I think they will. And I think that the audience is going to keep finding it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that's like that's something that uh yeah, I think is I think is good about it. So I try and not be an old curmudgeon about shit. <laughs> yeah, like I think the worst we've ever been was uh when we went to Fascination Street. It was the first one after like it was during hot vac summer. Oh yeah. Um in 2021 and it was the first fascination street and it was one of the first events that had been and i think they were at that point they were requiring proof of that it was yeah it was it was proof of vaccination um but it was one of the first like kind of like like dance night things that was happening after people got vaccinated and uh, we were so judgy. Oh, yeah. Like the judgiest we've been in a very long well, and, time. And, well, and I think, like, I think for me, because, like, I'm usually, I usually am never like this, but I think, like, I think it was because, like, it was poor planning on my part, as always, and got there later than I should have, and it turned into a holy shit, like, we might. Like, cause at first it was just like, oh no, we might have to pay. And I'm like, well, this is my own fault because I'm a human hurricane. And then it was, holy shit, we might not get in at all. And also like, how yeah. long is this going to last before, you know? And so, yeah, I was like very pissed at all the people that I was just like, I've never seen this person before. Like, what are you doing here? How, like, how oh, dare? Oh, all of the people who were like, kind of cosplaying goth. Which, like, is fine. Like, you you basically dress the theme for a party. Like, dope. Thank you for putting in an effort. But also, when it used to be the same 30 people every month, it was just kind of like, who the fuck do any of these people think they are? Yeah, like, I was... <laughs> and, and it was mostly because I was, I was pissy because I was hot and might not be able to get inside. So I was going to be uncomfortable and disappointed. So I took it out on everybody else. But in reality, <laughs> in reality, they could have been like little baby goss. First, like, like, oh, it's this thing mm -hmm. that I've heard about. Now I'm old enough to go. Or it could have been like older goss who, you know, got married, had kids, finally able to get out for like one night. And like, hell yeah, it's goth night. And it's like the first one back, you know, so it could have been, you know. It could have been one of the, because yeah, yeah. there were actually, because actually there was like, you know, there were actually a lot of people that I would seen at goth night a couple of times before, but then like I saw that night because everybody was there. And so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, got a little, got a little judgy because of my own <laughs> poor planning. So that was nobody's fault. And I feel bad about it now. Oh, I just think it's funny now. Well, but, but it was also great because that meant like people actually came back. So, like, like looking back on it, I was just like, why was I so upset that this was a success? <laughs> like, it would not have been good if it was, like, 15 people. Like, oh, right. no. Just kind of like, oh, is this over? Yeah, like, that would have been, we would have been even more pissy. <laughs> yeah, and if we, we were, like, the only ones and been like, hey, do you want to go be the only people on the dance floor for, for this song? Like, mm, And then no. we would have been bitching about, you know how people don't show up for the culture anymore. <laughs> don't worry, we'll guys. Find a way. Yeah, we, we'll that's, find a way. <laughs> that's life, the one uh... true thing that you need to, that if, if, you, if you are an inspiring goth, you need to find a way to bitch no matter what the situation is. What was that? Oh, it's the, it's the, uh, 
it's the chick from New Zealand. It was like she and her husband did a video of like things goths never say. Oh yeah. Just like, oh my god, I love drama. <laughs> and, and but actually I secretly hate drama. Yeah. <laughs> the other way around. <sighs> we all hate drama, but we secretly love it. <laughs> but give it to me. Um, okay, so I think that that covers our goth origins plus some. So do we want to talk about the actual origins of of goth? Sure, I think so. Goth subculture? I think that we might want to go into another episode since we've already been talking for an hour and 17 minutes. Okay, a bunch of this is kind of dead time. You're dead time. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, I'm too close to my microphone. So we'll see you next time. It's getting dark. What am I supposed to say? Stay stiff. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> Ooh.